Sunday. We are teaching on victory over sin. Oh God, Dr. Betty, you need to tell me that I can have victory over sin? Yes, you can. If you desire to have victory over sin. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 23 says, Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Victory over sin starts in the spirit of the mind. You have to have a mind to live holy, a mind to stop sinning. It is not automatic to stop sinning when you've been sinning for 10 to 15 years and just because you accept Jesus Christ. The Bible says do something with your mind. Your mind is used to sinning. Your mind is used to allowing sin to control flesh. See, your mind been trained from a child to obey the flesh, the sinful flesh. But now that you are in a new body, a new, uh, 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 you have accepted Christ into your life, now everything must change. You just like being reborn again. So to be reborn again, that means that you have a set of, your mind has to change. A whole set of new ideas of living holy, sanctifying yourself, obeying the word of God. You are in the Bible. So any man being Christ Jesus, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new, and all things are of God. All things should be of God in our life. Victory over sin. Before victory over sin is manifested in the flesh, in your way you live for God, Holiness and sanctification starts in the spirit of the mind. Other than that, you will start sinning for a season and you will start back sinning again because you never renew your mind to stop sinning. See, we all can stop doing things. That's just the natural power that we had from the natural man. You can stop for a season, but... When the temptation comes and they keep banging on your head, you'll give in. But if you have a new young mind to stop sinning, to sanctify yourself, to live holy, sin is not one of the things that you really give thought to. I'm going to show you today what we have to do. And Romans 12 and 2 says, Be not conformed to this world. Really, God? Really, really? If you take your people lately, they look just like the world. Forgive me, Lord. I'm not forgive me, Lord. I'm going to say this. They tattooed up just like the world. Oh, my, my, my. Everything that seemed to be exciting to the world, I noticed the church grabbing. Well, what the world? Get the unsaved, grab what we are tattooed with. But they seem to pull us. We're going to pull to the world, and the world pulled to us. Whatever they do, we think that's fine. We're going to do it too. And you know the Bible says, do not tattoo up your body. So, so but Lord, it's my body. I do what I want to with it. I, I, I believe the Bible tells me that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. That the Spirit of God dwells in us. See, we want God with, with the way that we need Him. Not the way that He tells us to live and tells us to act. We just want to do what we want to do. If the world do it, we say, I, 
when we tattooed up my body. Well, I'm not sure. But God said it was wrong. That's what made it wrong. Okay, he said, I bet I got will, you know, I just have to teach the word what you have between you and God, but I have to teach the word with God forgive you, sure he will. Okay? Because what's done is done. You don't have to skin your whole body. Excuse me. But he will forgive you. A lot of us really didn't realize that it was uh, God did not want us to do this. Well, all victories over sin habits, sin control, sin bondage, sin enslavement starts in the spirit of the mind. Turning your mouths to Romans 6 and verse 11, reveal the mind that gives us the victory over sin. Tell us what to do with this mind. Verse 11. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Reckon. The word reckon. Possess Holy Ghost power to consider. You said consider yourself dead to sin. Treat yourself dead to sin. Consider yourself dead to sin habits, dead to sin controls, dead to sin bondage, dead to complaining. Oh, Lord. When you typically complain, if you would reckon yourself to be dead to complaining because the Bible has given us an answer to everything that we need. So it don't need for me to complain. So when the situation arises in my life and it's rather than the complaining and fear would always come to you. But the Bible says so when they come, you reckon yourself to be dead. I'm dead to that. I'm not going to complain to that spirit. I'm dead to that spirit. I used to be alive to that spirit. We all used to complain. But I'm going to start wrecking myself to be dead. To complaining spirit, judging spirit, fault-finding spirit, lying spirit, criticizing spirit, homemother spirit. And the list can go on and on. Every person in here knows what you need to be dead from. Bible said, when it come, you reckon yourself indeed. He said, indeed, to be dead to sin, but alive unto God, holiness, sanctification, righteous living in the Holy Ghost. Reckon yourself. That's the only way we can have victory over sin is reckoning yourself to be dead to sin. I can pray for you all day. You can shout around. You'll pass out. But you'll stop saying for maybe, I don't know, for a few hours or whatever. Because until you do something with your mind, you will continue doing everything this uh, on God. 
There's no way that you can stop on your own and take and do something with your mind. That's why Ephesians, I mean, Romans 6 and 11, we're going to study the whole chapter, Romans 6 and 11. Because once we get that, I believe once you understand why God telling us, I want you to live like a dead man, live like a dead woman, live like you dead to sin, dead to problem. I'm dead to defeat. I'm dead to ungodly circumstances. I'm dead to the impossible. Live like you're dead to defeat. But alive to all things are possible with God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, come alive to the word. Then the Bible says, God, I mean God. No, God and His Word are one. If I would come alive to God, I think to come alive to His Word. Yeah, yeah. The Bible says, okay, I'm dead to holy grudges in my heart, but I'm alive to forgiveness. See, that's when he said, come, but I lied. Oh, me, I'm alive to God. Yeah, but you got to know something about God. God's word is what? Alive to his word. Then God said, we should not live by bread alone, but by every, every word that comes from the mouth of God. We are to live. We are to die to what you think, what you feel, what Jesus said, what Sally Ann said. Away with that. But I'm alive unto God. What did God say? He said, follow peace with all men, much as lies within you. Holiness with God, no man could see the Lord. So I'm going to follow peace. Go ahead and talk about me. Go ahead and lie on me. But you know what? I'm going to follow peace because I'm dead to your lying. I'm dead to your criticizing. So if I'm dead, then they cannot bother me. If a man is dead, a woman is dead, what can bother we can bring a dead person in here, stretch them out, you can spit on them, you can call them, cuss them out. <laughs> what would they would? You see, you're no good so and so. Do this, that, and that. I had a good man slap you, slap, slap, baby. <laughs> The Bible says that's how we to treat sin. Bad to sin. Well, everybody know how to sin. We used to sin. That's why we were saved. Because we were sinners. But I didn't do I don't care. You didn't do all of that. But you still was a sinner on your way to hell. I mean, you're going to hell. Why not do it up? I always say, you come to church and pray yourself to go to heaven. Why come to church and still go to hell? So if I'm going to dab in and out of sin, and I know they've been teaching in this church and it's in the Bible, that the Bible says they which continue doing such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. If I keep doing it, I know where I'm going. I need to write me no letter. Like the better you keep on homemonging, you keep on fornicating, you keep on doing all these things. The Bible declared nobody ain't saying it, but the Bible said you send your own sex to hell. Mm -hmm. And God is so loving. He's so loving that he expanded hell. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's in your Bible. Amen. Amen. Oh Lord, tell me more about victory over sin, Dr. Betty. Bible to reckon yourself to be dead to bondage, dead to complaining, dead to self, dead to defeat. We don't have to be defeated. Why don't you look? When defeat comes your way, see, we talk too much about what our negative thoughts are saying to us. We repeat what our mind is saying too often. He said, I don't know 
we just, you know, Jesus, please help me. I sometimes I What you mean you don't know? You're a child of God, born of God, the Spirit of God dwelling in you. You automatically was born to overcome. Nothing can defeat you. You defeat yourself with what you think, what you say, and how you act. But nothing in the world can defeat a child of God. Sin has no authority over us. It's in your Bible. We'll get to that later on. Proverbs 23, verse 7 says, As a man thinks in his heart, you know this, so is he. What you think in your heart, what? You will become that sooner or later if you keep on thinking it. That's why I said again that sin is still in your mind. That's why we continue sinning. The mind must be renewed to stop sinning. Renewed by the word of God to live holy. The Bible says sanctify yourself. How do you sanctify yourself? You sanctify yourself through the word of God. Okay, now let's turn back to uh, Romans 6 and we're going to begin reading at verse 1. I just want to give you that as a base on what you have to do to have the victory over anything. You say, well, I, I really don't say that much. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> the Bible says, anyway, let's read verse 1. Verse 1. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Verse 2. God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Okay, that's us. We're going to stop there, but we're going to do the whole chapter of Romans. Okay. <laughs> I believe that Romans was was written to renew the spirit of the mind to consider self dead to sin, but alive unto God through, you know what it said, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Now he said, what shall we say then? Does grace give us a license to continue sinning? Does grace give us a license to continue doing all the things that God said that we are not to do? I thought we were saved from sin. See, like some of us were saved to continue sin. Because we figure that whatever we do, we do what we want to. God's going to forgive us anyway because God is graceful and he's loving. Then I said, what shall we then say? Shall we continue sin? That grace will abide and magnify more and more on earth and we repent. What shall we say? Does grace encourage sin? You would think grace encourages sin. Does grace encourage us to do what we want to do? God is going to forgive us anyway, no matter what we do. I mean, that is exactly how some people serve God and continue sinning. Because all I have to do is ask God to forgive me and God will forgive me. I just lay under his grace. I've got something to tell you here. Hebrew 10, 26 says this. Said if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remain a sacrifice for you. Grace, know that you are willfully sinning. You just have to stop sinning. 
sin. You know it. You know it's a sin. But you willfully sin. The Bible says you willfully sin. There's no more sacrifice for you. You know, well, I cut suits the juice out. And I get on my knees and night I repent. And God will forgive me. Well, you knew you were going to curse that out. Right? Yes. And then you say, well, I'll do all this, but when I get home or whatever, I'm going to repent. No, that's good for sinning. It's not this accident sinning or uh, uh, practice sin. You willfully sin. You knew you was going to sin. You knew it was wrong. A lot, come on now. A lot of times we do think you know for yourself it's wrong. But you just want to do them. But you know it's wrong. You know it's wrong to watch everything on TV that you want to watch because you have a TV and you pay your own electric bill. You know it's wrong because you know the Spirit of God dwells in you. You know that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. And you know that when you watch whatever you watch, you know that God has to watch it with you. And you know it's wrong. So if you don't think it's wrong, come to the church and turn this TV on. And just watch what you watch at night. The Bible said that fool. Do you not know that God can see you? Do you not know that God knows your down setting and your uprising? He knows your thought from afar off. See, I think we forget who God is. We forget how mighty he is. We forget that nothing is hidden from God. The Bible said all things lie naked and open before God. There's nothing that you can hide in your life from God. You can hide from me, but you cannot hide from God. Hiding from me doesn't matter. When you can't hide from God, that's what matters. God said don't hide from the church. You have from God because I got the power to damn you and catch you into hell. You're like, but they didn't see me, so I'm all right. God said, no, you're not. They don't have to see you. I know your thoughts, and I'm with you. Can you remember that I'm dwelling in you? He said, I'm walking in you. Didn't the Bible say, come out from among them and be ye separated, said the Lord of hosts, and I will receive you unto myself. I will be your God, and you shall be my sons and daughters. I will walk in you. I will talk in you. My God, we need to become mindful of the one that we hustle around. Treat God as though he gave you a license to sin, a license to do what you want to do. And they think, well, I'm going to heaven. This because, this because you made a confession don't mean that you're going to heaven. The Bible says, he that do is righteous. It's righteous. Live holy like you want to go to heaven. You made a confession living like you still want to go to hell. You had a confession and the Bible said come out from among them. You still fellowship and do all the things they do, drink, pick the dates and everything. And that's why you're not winning anybody to Christ because you act just like the world. Mm -hmm. I want to enjoy myself. Well, when you get in hell, I'm see how much you want to enjoy yourself in hell. <laughs> hell is a real place that people go and burn. Forever and ever. Go to Revelation. Every time God says, let's keep reading it. Revelation chapter 20 and start reading at verse 10 to what? 15. 
Keep your mind focused. I'm going to keep you mindful of hell until you want to have the victory over sin. Keep you mindful of where you're going if you do not change. I'm going to keep you mindful. I love it. I love for someone to keep me mindful because we are human beings. We tend to go back to that old man so quickly. But I'm going to keep you mindful and keep teaching Revelation, I mean, on, on the Roman, to tell you that we are to be dead to sin. Treat ourselves as dead. Consider ourselves as dead to all these things. Have to keep teaching it and keep teaching it because it's foreign to your mind. To how can I, I reckon myself to be dead? Well, you know what? It's in your Bible. I didn't write it. God put it in there. Frankly, we can do it. So everything in this Bible is not out of our reach. Read. Verse 10. And the devil that deceived them okay. was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and shall be torment, tormented day and night forever and ever. 11. And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. And there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened. And another book was opened, mm. which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books, according to their works. 13. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it. And death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged, every man, according to their works. 14. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. 15. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. And that fire burn forever and ever. That's where you want to go. Honest to goodness. That is the reason why I, God, the Holy Spirit, inspired me to cry loud and spare not. I'm going to teach you. I'm going to teach everything the Holy Ghost tells me to teach, to help you, to teach you to stop sinning. You have no idea what hell is all about and how long you're going to be there forever. Spirits, your spirit going to hell. Your flesh, when you stand before God, flesh and blood will never stand before God. It's your spirit that's dwelling in you that's going to stand before God. Spirits never die. It is your spirit that's going to be cast into hell to burn forever and ever and ever and ever. No ending. That's why I'm saying the church need to wake up. Not only wake up, what about your loved ones that's going to this place that you know is not safe? That's why we need to get out of life right and become a witness to the people that you know in your family's going to hell. God's talking about them going to hell and do something about it since you know what hell is about. Romans 1 and 28 says, if we continue sinning willfully, there's a point in which God will turn you over to a reprobated mind. 
Let's read Romans 1, 28. Verse 28. And even if they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Okay. That's a point. That's a point. I mean, you said, well, grace cup, yeah, but the Bible says a believer that know to do right and do is not to you is sin. You know you shouldn't be doing and going to places that you go, but you go. God said to you that's sin. Because you know to do right. Good queen. Amen. I said, oh Lord. I'm going to read this very quickly. To continue sinning, to continue sin habits, to continue sin bondage, to continue sin enslavement, is making a mockery out of the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood that was shed, that Jesus shed, shed for his church, will never lose its power to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. When we continue doing things, we make a mockery even out of grace. That the blood is not enough to cleanse me, that's why I have to continue sinning. When the Bible said the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. But when we continue sinning, practicing sinning, because something you've been saying 10 years, you still sinning? The same sin? You are willful now sinning. And then what are we doing? We're making a mockery out of the blood of Jesus Christ. Then the Bible said if we have fellowship one to another, the blood of Jesus Christ will cleanse us from all sin, right? Then why are we sinning? Why are we still sinning? Very quickly, read 1 John chapter 1, verse 7 and 9. Then I pick my time is up. Said if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one another and the blood. See, he said the blood of Jesus Christ, what? Blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from what? Some sin? Is that in your Bible, Minister Thompson? All sin. You can be cleansed from all sin. Now I said again, when we continue sinning, we are making a mockery out of the blood of Jesus Christ. We are saying that blood is enough to cleanse me. That's why I'm continuing sinning. Amen. You hear that, Pastor? <laughs> you said something about Pastor every Sunday. It always was he was banging itself. He said, Did you see him? He was quiet in here. Okay, now I'm going to read this. If we said that we have no sin, what happened? We deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in you, your lying self. You have sin. That's right. <laughs> if we confess our sins, he is what? Faithful and just to forgive our sins 
And I notice he keeps talking about cleansing and watching us and cleanse us from what? All unrighteousness. So you can't have victory over sin. But you have to consider yourself to be dead. Treat yourself as a dead woman, a dead man. When you want to sin, or, and you know, when you mention sin, people think it's not the one sin in the battle. Fornication. Adultery, too. No. Complaining is a sin. Judging is a sin. Backbiting is a sin. Lying is a sin. Criticizing is a sin. And there's a whole fearful list in the Bible that tells us what is a sin. So don't think you're all right, but I know I don't fornicate. Well, you don't have to. You're busy body all over the church, so you still sin. Might be better off fornicating because you're doing it to yourself. Maybe your busy body can hurt a lot of people. I'm not... I've been saying, if I had a choice what you had to do, I should go fornicate because you keep your mouth closed. But if you're a busybody in church, you can start rumors in church among a lot of people. But if you just sin, because sin, that kind of sin, it's selfish. Fornication and adultery is selfish. But gossip and criticizing is, is, can cause division in the body of Christ. Do you understand that? So don't go out and say, Dr. Betty said, you know. I know one time. I know one time I was teaching on something about sometimes the men need to I don't think the men need to beat their wives. I didn't say it like that. What I would teach, I can't remember. Somebody went up to when they were going on the retreat told Pastor, when Dr. Betty teach something that men are supposed to beat their wives. I said, give me that name, Bishop. <laughs> He wouldn't tell me who said it. I said, yeah, so men. I said, why would I say that? That put me in the spot. Amen. Set up on your feet. Can you have victory over sin? Yes. Amen. Amen. How do you have victory over sin? Huh? Dead to sin. You become dead to sin by what? By the word of God, by renewing your mind to think like God, to think holiness, to think righteousness is in the word. We will continue this next week. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you once again for the inspiration of your Holy Spirit. God, we thank you, oh 